Let's go. It's ready to kick the uh, kick the start of the month in the right direction. Get it going. Had a great weekend. Got tons to talk about in terms of wrap up. And I mean, I don't know. I feel like we're Boston. We got I feel like I spent teams the weekend winning, or basketball teams winning, baseball teams winning. Like, I think I spent the, like I was with Laurie all weekend. Right. <laughs> I you already. <laughs> uh, so let's dig in. So Friday was the uh, Junior Achievement Board Retreat. And call your friends, get everybody in this conversation because the second half, look at that, man. We had so much. Look at them. They're a bunch of nuts. It's a good looking board. I'll tell you that. Looks like they're having fun. We, uh, so we're going to dig into what it's like to be a board member. That's me winning my prize as the winning table, which we are definitely competitive there. Um, but we're going to dig deep into what it's like to be a board member. Why would you do it? What's in it for the charity? What's in it for you? What's in it for the CEO? How do you become a board member? Yeah, all of this stuff. So we're already saying this is probably a two-day conversation. But uh, so we had that. Then Saturday night, um, everybody got all gussied up. <laughs> so uh, the tuxedo was oh, on I, Saturday night. I should have sent Shay the picture of you and I. Yes. What happened? Send it to him now. <laughs> I mean, for sure you'd do that. So we we very rarely get a picture together. So I know I'm so, it was awesome though. Shout out to United Way and everybody who uh, was a part of the mayor's gala. It was uh, a star-studded event, and always cool to see everybody dressed to the nines. And uh, I mean, the, the stories of the veterans that they help and what the actual causes for Mission United was phenomenal. Uh, but it was great. I mean, uh, they raised a ton of money. The live auction went really well. There's like 95 people that are now going on an African safari together. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody in the room, it was like, Oprah, you're going, you're going, you're going. Man. Like, you get a safari. You get a safari. I, was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. <laughs> but it was really cool. It was great to see everybody give. It was uh, fun to be around everybody and be dressed up. You know, I haven't got, I haven't put on a tux in, I don't know, since I was like 17, since prom. So like it was. I will tell you, fun. I will tell you, it was a very proud moment to see my family. And I consider Shay my family. All of us showed up looking strong, feeling strong, made an impact on the room. Um, you guys looked absolutely incredible. So, uh, you know, wow. dressing up uh, does make you feel good. I think, Lori, you agree? Absolutely. It's like being a little princess for us ladies, you know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you get the picture of... Uh, okay, I did. I sent two over because I went over to the guys and said, I want a picture with the good-looking Noodleberg. Oh, very good. little thing. It's okay. Uh, don't forget, you're going to be uh, talking about the board. I'm gonna write, so. Oh, wait, I forgot he's one of my bosses. <laughs> yeah. Which is really... People don't get that. We, yeah. you had to answer to us, which is yeah. a 
a unique phenomenon on how that affects people and how they react to that, that power. Um, so we'll get deep into that. Finally, uh, Ed Dykes, who you just got to love this man. He is the most warm, and that's, uh, I can't use enough adjectives, but warm. Him and his family welcomed our family into their home yesterday. And man, did we have a day. Uh, drank a little tequila, great, ate some great food, had amazing conversation. I love those people. I just They're the best. I mean, absolutely. you know, you you summed it up pretty well when you say it's just very it's very rare that, you know, a client becomes that close, let alone their entire family. One thing to have like a really good client-friendly relationship, but to have that extend to their entire family and have our families come together like that, both family and business was super awesome. And, and it, keeps, just- it keeps extending. I mean, when we walk in and Danny winds up knowing Jake Fields, yeah. Helen's son, girlfriend. Like, yeah. unbelievable. they were like, used to be like best friends. And it was like, yeah. how's that possible? It's just it's incredible. Crazy. The world is, uh, is- <laughs> so, uh, there we are. Yay. Yeah, there we are Saturday super. night, which is awesome. Super, super. By the way, cool. I told uh, Mark, I didn't look like Gabby before I had my kids, let alone after. <laughs> she looks Gabby scary. got a lot of feedback. So <laughs> I told everybody, you know, as a former special teams coordinator, very rarely does out kicking your coverage work out for you. In this, in this yeah. case, it actually worked out for me. I still don't know what she sees in you, but uh, just to close the JA conversation, this is Joey Jansen. Joey's uh, up in uh, Jacksonville. Joey is a get on the ball. Uh, he is a huddler. He's uh, been involved with us. I've spoken to his team in Jacksonville. And because of talking about J.A., he's having a conversation with J.A. in Jacksonville. Joey, it's so fantastic because you get to share your experience with kids that would never hear or have that kind of role model. So we got lots of fun stuff coming up. Let's get to uh, to wake up music. And then the first thing we're going to talk about is Michael J. Fox. This is going to be hard to watch, but it's really, really, really significant. So let's wake it up. Good morning. Good morning again. Uh, welcome, Jody Friedman. Nice to see you here. Casey Delapena, great job this weekend. So, <laughs> did you see his comment? Yeah, Jay and Jacksonville no, play Jeopardy like we do. <laughs> <laughs> we played Jeopardy. That's the game I, we won, and it was fierce, dude. There were people oh standing on chairs yelling. Screaming, <laughs> you cheated. Oh my God! It was they were out you know of control. What? Another great sign of the board is that they're all competitive. Yeah. I love yeah. that. So listen to this. Okay, so the 
the ball is the mayor's gala. It is specifically put together to honor the 31 mayors that make up Broward County. Uh, one of them who is uh, was the executive mayor or the mayor of the whole thing last year, uh, Michael Udine was there. He is a, a huddler. He is a wonderful human being. And late, late in the evening, comes over to the table. We were going to take a picture. He goes, no picture, video. This is that video. We're here. I'm here with the huddle. We're at the mayor's gala. We're here for the United Way of Broward County. The amazing thing is, you get guys like the Noodles, they're the first ones to step up. They believe in community, they give back. Check out the daily huddle on LinkedIn every morning. I love it. I love it. I mean, the I love it is the most genuine, greatest comment in the history. I got to oh, tell God. you, so, he, you know, I have to go to the county commission for money every year, right? So you, Dean, has been a great champion. He says to Mike, he says, you know, I love her most of the time. He says, but <laughs> I hate her during budget time because she doesn't leave us alone. She wants that money. He goes, I finally got to the point I told the county administrator, just put her damn money in the in the budget. Recurring. I don't want to yeah. deal with this anymore. <laughs> That's what you want. So Mark, I have an idea. I did not pass it by the group, but I'm suggesting it to anybody that is a consistent huddler. If you're willing to put together a video like that and send it to us, why you watch the huddle, why it means to you, we will play it in, you know, in subsequent. We'll create a, a huddler shout out section. We've got huddler in the hot seat. We'll create a huddler shout out section where we get to showcase one of the huddlers videos on why they like to watch the huddle. I love it. So use video, of course, because that's the only tool that we'll accept. But yeah, I love that idea. And that to us would love to share it. And we're actually putting together campaigns and that might show up in a campaign. So good, good, good. Um, we're right on time here. We'll spend a couple minutes. Michael J. Fox uh, did a uh, an interview, current interview with Jane Pauley. I watched the whole vid interview in tears. It's really hard to see Michael J. Fox been fighting Parkinson's this entire time, but he said something at the end of the interview that pierced me, and I want to share it with you guys this morning. Powerful. There had never been a time in your life that wasn't amazing. Very good life. It's perverse to say it, but kind of a charmed life. That's the point. That's the joke. I recognize how hard this is for people, and I recognize how hard it is for me. But I have a certain set of skills that allow me to deal with this stuff, and then I realize with gratitude. Optimism is sustainable. I mean, if you can find something to be grateful for, then you find something to look forward to, and you carry on. You write that down. With gratitude, optimism is sustainable. Wow. wow. Write it down. Live by it. If you can find something to be grateful for, which all of us should be able to do it, you know, that's how optimism is sustainable. And, uh, what a fight that guy's doing. They have raised over a billion dollars in research and development, and they have come up with a marker that can be early detection and then poten potentially prevention. Uh, how horrible is that? But anyway, um, because it's, it's about amazing. Yeah, yeah it's, ama it's amazing that, that he's put in that work and they've been able to do that. And even the comment about him saying, I have a very special set of skills that allows me to handle this, you know, like he's cultivated those skills. He's cultivated that mindset. And, you know, the fact that he says in there, he goes, I know this is hard for people to see 
it's also hard for me to do. He doesn't beat around any of it. He's he's looking it right in the face and he's dealing with it head on. And and then the comments about gratitude and being able to find something to be grateful for in order to sustain optimism is just the ultimate unlock for the mindset. Right. Like it's not making it about him. It's not the woe is me. It's not, oh, this is hard. It's how do I find something to be grateful for, something to look forward to. It's just it's unbelievable. It's a championship mindset. I tell you, Google it, watch it. It's well worth it. That's an amazing human being who there isn't anyone that watches any of his movies that doesn't get a smile. I mean, the guy, you know, really had an impact on all of us. So um, to motivational music before we get to the who, what, where on board involvement with Lori, which will probably take us the next 10 minutes and then all of tomorrow's show, giving you warning right now, clear your calendars, make sure. But let's start with a little Stevie Wonder on a Motown Monday in May. Keep on trying till you reach the higher ground, man. When you get there, it's uh, the view is beautiful. So uh, thank you, Stevie. Um, so Lori, the champion, Stevie Wonder. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> unreal. Um, so we stayed away from sports. There's tons of sports stuff. We're talking board involvement. So Lori, give us the who, what, where. Okay. On so yeah, can I ask? I would like to start with like. Good. Let's break down the structure of an organization and really help people understand what a board seat means. Because I think for me, particularly coming out of sports and coming into the business world, a board chair is like, holy shit, that's got to be somebody who's like on the Forbes committee and is like one of the fortune, you know, 100, whatever. I think helping people get a real perspective of what a board is what it does and how it relates to a CEO and the organization is important. Really good question, Mark. Um, so, so the board of directors of a nonprofit organization is the governing body. Okay. So they approve uh, policy um, board uh, direction, right? They, they approve the direction and strategic plan of the organization. They oversee not from a daily basis, but they are responsible for the financial, right? So if something goes wrong, they could actually, we have to have director's insurance for those people that didn't realize that. <clears throat> they could actually be held responsible if there were a financial issue with the organization. They <clears throat> um, are the bosses, basically. The CEO reports to the board of directors. Uh, so those are some of the, the, the responsibilities of the board. Right. Um, and they're ambassadors. 
They they build bridges to the community. They share the word, right? They they are like like a church. They are disciples, right? Going out, hopefully, you hope that ah, they are going out right. and spreading the word of the organization, sharing it on you know social media, all those different things, um, and helping to build bridges to people who can volunteer, who can give, and so forth. I think that's a misnomer in most people's brains is that they think board seat and they think like ivory tower. Yeah, we kind of set direction, but we're not in the nitty gritty. We're not active. We're not involved. And it's the exact opposite for you as the CEO, right? What you want is a board that's in the boat with you or is in the water and actually doing the work to help accomplish the, the strategy that they approved. So I'll give you the, my point of view, what I've seen. People join boards for lots of different reasons. Some people do it because it's an unbelievable place to network and that's okay. I mean, there are currently 70 board members, Lori, for yeah. our junior team. So we have a fairly large board. For years, my early years being involved in the, just the general board, it was very little engagement. We had meetings, there were not a lot of attendance. You know, there were a few people, it was definitely the Pareto principle in the for right. sure. Um, it is the job, I think, of the leader to bring on the right board members for the right reasons. Networking can be one of them, but if you're not there for the organization, um, and it also takes on the, uh, and Greg mentioned it, it also takes on the personality of the board chair. So your board chair, you are lock in step and that board chair right now is Andrew Koenig, who's doing an amazing job. So speak to yeah. that because there's all different levels. There's board, there's executive right. board, there's, there's board committees, board. right, right, right. There's all that. And I think, you know, going back to what I started by saying, this is really, really important. So all of those things that the board is responsible for, the CEO is responsible for the day-to-day -day right? Overseeing the day-to-day -day operation, meeting the goals, executing the plan. There's a fine line. And sometimes you hope that the board members understand their role and the CEO understands theirs. Because when a board member thinks that they should be part of running the day-to-day, -day, okay, or they can do the CEO's job better, sure. it is a disaster. Disaster. So and I saw that in sports very clearly. To me, that was the athletic director that liked to come into my office on Monday mornings and draw, ask me to draw up the kick return and like try to talk to the play with me. Like, dude, you're responsible for hiring the staff and ensuring that the right people are in the right seats and that we have funding to do what we need to do. Why are you in my office talking to me about what kickoff return we're running and what you think should be done? And so that makes a lot of sense to me. What you guys were talking about just now, I don't think we should skip over. My dad said, you got to make sure that you bring the right people onto the board. You're bringing people in that are then essentially responsible for holding you accountable. Right. How does that really work? How does one go about if they, let's just say I wanted to be a board member and you went through the levels, executive board, board, committee, I don't know what the rest of the levels are. If I'm just somebody sitting here going, 
I want to get involved with the board on JA. What does that really look like, or what does that sound like? Go figure. I'm going to give you those. (laughs) Greg Goldstein loves this conversation. Go figure. I know. I know. So first of all, we don't. You don't just say one day I want to be on the J board and you you get on the J board. You've got to get. You've got to be have been involved in some way, attending our events, being on a committee chairing and one of our events something be right volunteering volunteering you've got to somehow have been involved with the organization and then i have four criteria for board members that i've developed over the years get ready write it down here it comes number one you must when i meet with you about coming on the board you better be jumping out of that goddamn seat so (laughs) passionate about our mission that you can't contain yourself okay Because mm-hmm. if you're not, you will not be one of these engaged board members that we have today. So I have figured out people who say, oh, yeah, I want to be on the board. Yeah, no, no, no. I want to see and feel your excitement. Okay, number one. Number two, connected, right, has a circle of influence, can be an ambassador, bring new people to the organization, as well as financial ability support. Because we have give get, we have personal gift, all that. Number three, they have to be smarter than me. That is really important. I have 70 board members. Imagine. I'm not sure how I got on. I just really like you. That's all. Um, we talk how do you assess week. that? How do you, how, how do you, how do you, as you're vetting somebody, how do you know whether or not they're smarter than you? So remember we talked last week about collective intelligence. Yep. This is a perfect example of collective intelligence. Who had legal? I don't know law. Right. I need people who understand uh, donor advised funds, all those things that I may not understand the legal or financial right ramifications of. Uh, I need people in marketing and all that. Look, I only know as one person so much. Right. So if if I only know this much, I need people to bring in the rest of that knowledge. I need people I can go to. They are my advisory board. When I have a question about something, I've got somebody across every single industry, people with every skill set. So yeah. that's really, really important. So they have to be smarter than me in so many areas, right? Yeah. And then the fourth one, which is one that I've come to because of uh, a situation with a board member who thought he could do my job. Um, and I almost left the organization, actually. It was JA. It was towards wow. the beginning. Uh, my last rule is no assholes. <laughs> it's true it's simple i love that we we, yeah. we talked about it now i think you know first of all those are great criteria um you know for me uh, i it checked a bunch of boxes and we'll go to overtime we can talk like more, overtime again we can talk more about this tomorrow but yeah. for me I'm learning from all of those people that you put in the room. You know, like Helen would say to me, like, are you going to be involved in JA like forever? And I go, it is a such a source of stuff for me. Number one, it checks the box of I want to teach kids, you know, about financial literacy, about, you know, what, what it's like to be an entrepreneur. For some of these kids, they have never heard that dialogue. Mark, you've gotten up in front of the kids. They absolutely adore the fact that we're willing to give back that does not cost money that only costs the time and the energy to say i'm gonna do it so the misnomer is that it's all about money oh i don't have a lot of money to give 
when Andrew Kane, uh, um, um, Andy uh, Cagnetta, his acceptance speech was in the beginning, I didn't have money to give. I just did what I could from where I was. Yeah. I was like, and he's one of the most philanthropic guys I've ever met in my life. So, you know, the, the thing about the board and now I'm an executive board member, I learned so much that I didn't know yep. from the meet from the meetings that I'm just not in that level meeting all the time. You know, and when you realize the size of the business that JA is and the people who are donating their experience and their conversation, there's some pretty cool conversations going on. So I think I think tomorrow let's dive into the conversation of how the board is broken out what a board retreat really looks like, what you guys do, how the board operates together to give everybody a really good understanding of why being on a board is such a good opportunity. We can go deeper into all of the benefits yeah. that come along with it. I was just so going to say, I want to make sure we yeah, go. Let, let's dive into what it's like to be on a board and the benefits that come from being on a board. Let's do all that tomorrow. And, and a takeaway from this is if you're interested, this is a little self-serving, but we really do an amazing job with amazing people. You might want to look at joining what we're doing and who we're doing it with. So if you can get uh, in, I mean, you know, there's, there's a strict criteria that you have to pass in order to get in. Can't be an asshole. That's uh, look at at Aiken and and Andrew. I mean, are they hysterical? Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, by the if way, you don't when, want to be a part of that. I would check your pulse. You know? Yeah. Like, and by the way, when I mean. when I said about being smarter, and and Steve will tell you, I want people who are going to challenge me. Now, some CEOs are not comfortable with that. Right. I want them. I said it when we started the meeting when we were doing the plan. Punch holes in it. What did we miss? How can we do this better? I we can't get better if they just put a rubber stamp and say, "Oh yeah, good, Lori, good job." Right. Yep. It was fascinating watching this weekend because the board takes it seriously. You guys spent a long time preparing this event. And I mean, we got right into it and people get emotional. They get passionate. They get angry in some cases. So it's not a cakewalk. They throw things in some cases. It was was like, you know, but we have continued to succeed. My role, which we could get into a little bit tomorrow, is really on the revenue side. I'm working with not only Lori, but some of the other people that are her direct reports and they call it revenue RAC. I'm in the RAC. I'm the chair of the RAC committee, which is revenue advisory. I'm advising them on how to raise money and what to do with certain things. They don't necessarily need to do what I say, but all of this conversation is so great. It'd be great for tomorrow. Jeff Bishop is a brand new board member and yeah. boom, he jumped right into it and joined us for the weekend, which was great. So uh, yeah, look at buzzers getting thrown at Stephanie where oh God, uh, it, was it was fantastic. By the way, I literally had to use the kindergarten thing. Clap once if you can hear she me. Did. Clap twice. <laughs> I was like, I am now using preschool strategies to get you all to quiet down and listen. So tomorrow we will share stories from board retreats. We will talk about what the board actually does. And we will talk about all of the opportunities and benefits that come along with being a board member. The conversation will continue.
Let me close today by saying the number one takeaway is that it makes you feel good that you're giving back. Yeah, this yeah. is why we're on the planet. It's by the way, guys, I serve, I serve on three boards. I chair two of those three. So if I can find the time to serve, <laughs> anybody can find What a great me. conversation. Thank you for kicking May in the ass. Now it's time to get down to business. I'm about to let my heart speak. Friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down.